Ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> Please back. keep that. Please keep that at the start of the pod. I will. I'm hopping. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas. And with me always, even though we're a couple of days uh, late with the pod, it's my days. dear friend in the studio, Dilruk Jaisinger. Did you say it's your dear friend, Dilruk Jaisinger? Or dear Possibly. friend? Possibly. Yeah, yeah, dear friend. Dear friend. Well, it's the same I, thing. I like the idea that yeah. it's my dear friend. It's my dear friend. Yeah, and you're my Lomas buddy. Yeah. Lomas mate. Um, Lomas Larrikin. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, this is our first uh, one uh, in studio episode in a long time. It's so long. Uh, first, right at the top, we uh, we managed to do like 150 episodes every Friday, and yeah. we, we figured uh, it sh- life just got way too hectic for both of us. Yeah, it and did. scheduling, and we missed our Friday deadline. But this is coming out on a Monday. Yep. Hey. Hey, you know what? Great start to the just, week. Just to put, just goes to show that even uh, me and Ben are human. We, we, we are human. <laughs> Some of you look at us, go, "These guys are perfect specimens <laughs> with like no health issues, <laughs> no mental, physical issues, just perfect people." Uh, yeah, we sometimes get to schedule. Yeah, messed we, up. We got wrong. You've you been super busy, and then and I, I found myself uh, in, in in down along the Great Ocean Road with uh, with little little to no internet connection. And we just realised, uh, look, you know, this time got away from us, uh, but we'll do it on Monday. And what's even better is we get to do it in person. We get to do it in person. Uh, we have a lot of things like for failing and breaking on us. <laughs> like, so let me get some stuff out of the way. Uh, I, I'm trying to because things are like blurring in my head, right? Yeah. Um, and I've, you know, very clean. My head is very clear, guys. I don't know what's <laughs> happening with me, but I'm starting to get very foggy with everything that's yeah. happening in my life. But did I mention stuff, the, the the ongoing issues with my, you know, my back was an issue, but yes. from there, there was some new issues. Yes, you did. You, you, well, an interesting point is that uh, you did bring it up in the podcast and then we did get a listener uh, who uh, provided us with a message. So. That was regarding the blood pressure issue. The blood pressure issue. Which is great. Very. Thank you very much. Uh, the long and short of it was basically someone saying that they got diagnosed or needed to get blood pressure medication early on in life and yeah. they were a bit worried about it but they the what they the message was basically saying absolutely they had no issues with the medication it's controlled the blood pressure get on it sooner than later you don't want to be the type of person that drops uh, at the drops, age of yeah. 40 or whatever totally so thank you very much for that that's very encouraging i do appreciate um that it is not as scary as i made it seem uh did i mention issues with my left leg uh, no, well, you in case did I not. didn't, what it is is uh, because of the back issue. I've been leaning to my left for so long that it's got this. Um, it's got some sort of damage there. Sciatica. Is that what it is? That's what it is. But the again, nerve? Uh, yeah. So it so shoots down your leg. Yes, yes, it is. It is shooting yeah. down my leg from yeah. my hip to my ankle. Yeah, and it's really painful. I can feel it now. It's yeah. almost like uh, the only way to kind of relieve pressure is if I was like if I pulled my knee. To my chest, like yeah. that kind of motion. Oh, how and, good does that feel? Uh, well, not really great when you have a back issue. <laughs> <laughs> so, especially when it's not a qualified professional. Yeah. So, uh, what's happening is I, I can't sleep properly. So, if yeah. I sound a little like groggy and like I'm c- about to, you know, come down with a cold, it's because I haven't been able to sleep correctly for a long time. So, what happens is, say I'm on my side, I can then lift the leg up to like almost like a. Like I'm, I don't know what's that position when you've got the tabletop, you know, uh, opposite no, to the tabletop. No, I, I'm on my side and oh, I've yeah. got my left leg 
uh, like the knee coming up to my chest, right? So it's almost like recovery I'm, position. Oh, if someone passes, you know, when someone well, like a dog taking a piss, yeah, <laughs> but sideways. You know what I mean? Like that leg. But you know, leg- if someone's like someone's unconscious and they've got anything in your throat, you're supposed to actually put them on their side, lift their leg up, turn them to the side, and clear anything out of their mouth. Is that right? What's the leg have to do with the mouth? Um, I think you can just position them up because if you don't have the leg bent, then they would then fall backwards or forwards. Forwards. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, right, so I think right. that holds the person up. And Again, then you're come, to come for the science. Stay for the comedy. <laughs> um, no, but... Uh, so, yeah, so I've got that. And so then that I just takes- like the idea that there are people listening to this going... They don't even know their Dr. AVC. Like, they don't even know the first part of bloody... Do we you don't. Know Do- We'd never pretended to do people. And- Do you know Dr. AVC? Dr. ABC? Yeah, so if you see, like, if there's an emergency, uh, you, have to, you have to go through Dr. ABC. To- oh, is that someone who works at the Australian Broadcasting Corporation? <laughs> Kruzlensky? Is it doc- Dr. Carl? No, no, it's a, an acronym. So if you yeah. see something, D is danger. So you got to see, make sure there's no danger. Okay. Right? Right. I've just forgotten what I was. <laughs> well, I can think of an hour that's response for you, but it's not politically correct anymore. <laughs> no, so then you go to the person who's unconscious, you go, response, go, hello, hello. <laughs> it's Chris and Mario. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that would wake him up. <laughs> I, uh, I hope that reference carries around the country uh, because it's the Victorian only ad, Chris Amari. I think it was. Hello, hello. Uh, anyway, Chris Amari. Right. Um, okay, it's Chris Amari is there. So response. It's response. First, check for danger. So That's like because you don't want to put yourself traffic, in danger. If there's some like a tiger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And right. then it's Chris Amari response. Okay, so yeah, that's so, doctor. Yeah. What's ABC? Uh, airways. So you oh, check if there's any. I had another A. a-, a-, a- <laughs> <laughs> Just quick, quick bit of bumming. <laughs> <laughs> There's the response. You need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm alive. Uh, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> if a finger up the bum goes to sort of fucking wake them up, then you know. And when they wake, air- clear their airwave and their anal canal. <laughs> so A's uh, so airway. Uh, so A B, B. Uh, B breathing. So see if they're breathing. Should you check that the breathing first? Isn't uh, the airway? No, because the airway could be clogged. So there could be something there. So okay. you got to check. So it could be vomit or uh-huh. a dick or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> the <deep>. first. <laughs> remove the penis from the. Uh, so a it was B breathing and then C circulation. So checking their pulse. Not come. <laughs> What the paramedics rock up and it's just what was a normal yeah. so you don't have a heart attack it's a heinous sex crime. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> uh, so but, uh, it's um, good to laugh. But it, is, it is good to laugh because the only reason I like it's because it was imprinted me in school. But that uh, in school because you had to like practice on, on the on the dummies and stuff. But then when I had kids, were like you know it's the other one where it's just like you have it with a whole bunch of other parents, yeah, uh, right, and then okay. you get like kid dummies and the old the most oh, common so thing scary. is yeah it's so scary and the other one is like the the person who was giving it was quite calm like mm. like so you know i remember when my child first cho- started choking like oh, i you know i just remember i was just in the shopping center and my child was in the pram and someone just calmly came out and said hey your child's blue and i was like oh and i didn't even notice because they'd stop depressed but you have to lift up your child put them on like an oh, angle stop and, it and i can't i can't i don't even have kids and I uh, can't deal with this like uh, the idea uh, yeah it's, it's too much it is too much it is but okay please continue because I feel like it's uh, but that's it it's Dr. Uh, ABC so just uh, where were we <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. This. I just have like. Yeah. Well, we're talking about your legs. So you okay. got the sciatica. Sciatica. How did we get from sciatica to that? Like so. So anyway, the, oh, I can't sleep. So I'm I, in that position okay. of like a dog taking a piss. That's where we were. Wait, 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 so I'm on back. the side of my like I'm on my front. Yeah. Sort of on my right hand side with the left leg, like a dog taking a piss. No. That takes the pressure off, and I can yeah. fall asleep to that. The problem is somewhere in the middle of the night, I will adjust. Turn. So I keep waking up Ugh. with pain, and and agony, and it's uh, I haven't had a proper night's sleep in a long time. And um, well, since and you first did it in WA. No, that's what's funny because when I did it in WA, I uh, had the ability to like it wasn't hurting when I lay down. So once I laid down, I could just be out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I could just yeah, be yeah, in yeah, bed yeah, or whatever. Yeah. This is a new thing where even as I'm laying down, the leg is killing me. Like so, uh, right so now really I've got it like I'm on the chair. I've got it like you know, tucked in a bit, so it, there's no pressure there. But as soon as I start standing or uh, I'm moving around or lying down, just lying down hurts. That's that's yeah that. And, so I think, Ben, it's fair to say, as bad as the pain, uh, uh, the, uh, the physical pain I'm feeling, I reckon I'm really struggling with the mental uh, element of yeah. it because it can't is, run. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. I can't run. I can't, which is such a big source of my, um, you know, mental health therapy, which is just getting out and about, getting some exercise in, and and um, on top it? of that, the the just the, I think I'm really struggling with the 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 how you know fallible the body is and how yeah. much I'm on like the downward swing of things like it's um, you know 2018 is when I started this health journey a journey uh, drink everyone I said the word journey and um, and then since then things have been like better better I've had injuries and setbacks and things like that sure but they've been off the back of like um, you know like falling down or you know tripping over or whatever, right? This so is where, like, where, where did you do the shoulder? Shoulder was bad August last year, and that was in lockdown, wasn't it? That was in lockdown. Yeah. Where I tripped and fell and smashed my shoulder. Shoulder's still an issue, which I'll get to in a second. Um, and uh, you know, and just sort of having this back issue come out of nowhere, knowing that it's for life. Then now knowing that because uh, because of the back, now the legs starting to do this, like. I'm sure it'll be fine. In fact, straight after this, I'm going to a physio um, that's come highly recommended. So I'm going to go there. My down. dad? <laughs> is, he, is he highly recommended? Right, he's one of the best. Well, why are you mentioning it only now? I mean, you know he's a physio and he's closer to you. I, I was, when I saw it where, I was, where you show you were going, I was like, man, I know one way closer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe I will go to him as well. But uh, um, the problem is he's Dutch, yeah? Uh, no, he's, no, no, he's, he's British. Australia. He's Australian. He's Australian. He's Australian. Oh, uh, anyway, I was hoping for some racism, but damn it. You know, no, no. Racism. But in saying that, uh, what okay. you're having is I've had as well. Yeah. So what I'm hitting is at the age of 36 um, and a half, turning 37 soon. Uh, is that, yeah, my body is on the downward spiral. and Not that it's spiral, sorry, that's the wrong word. But from now onwards, it's just a case of having to constantly maintain uh, physical yeah. Yeah, ailments and things like that is something that I guess every one of us uh, uh, will have to deal with at some point. And I'm trying to reframe it as going like... Uh, I feel like it's. I'm lucky that I've hit an age long. I've lived long enough to start seeing this happen. Yeah, I'm trying to remind myself that I have lost a few friends from high school and cousins who died very young. Yeah, I'm sure they would have loved to have been around uh, to see their body, you know, have these things as opposed to. I thought you were going to say their body deteriorate. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Like you know, I would, I'm trying to reframe what's happening to me. Yeah. As a privilege that you have lived long enough to to see your body deteriorate because. 
a lot of people die young. You know what I mean? And, and also and that you're they aware die at, like, of peak it. physical condition, but a freak accident, you know, yeah. takes them away. So those types of things, I'm trying to remind myself that yes, I am, you know, really, really struggling with this this feeling that I might not like at the, at the moment. I have I haven't run in over a month. Yeah, which um, is crazy. Yeah, uh, for someone who was so, you know, I had 333 days in a row that I didn't did yeah. something physical, right? So that that's really hard. And also, um, hopefully, the the doctor, you know, will get me back on track. I don't know how long before I'll be back on track. And then just knowing that it's 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 real, like the 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 fact that this is a a vehicle that is starting to, you know, it's like a oh, it's a car that, you know, you can't replace parts as easily as it used to. I, I had a very dear friend of mine ask me, he said, well, what's your biggest, what's your biggest regret? Which, I, to be honest, I hate that question. But he goes, what is it? And I said, not looking after my body. I Who said, I that? just, uh, yeah, one of my best mates. Oh, okay, cool. So it was just that thing where I was like. I, I thought it was someone at the, fir- at the server. <laughs> I just said, yeah, yeah. do you want a, yeah, I want a uh, yeah, yeah. Magnum and a newspaper? Yeah, yeah. What's your biggest regret? <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought it was just their fossil. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, and if I think about it, it's like I've had what you've had. Yeah. And I had it in my early 20s. Right. So I was just like, oh my God. But then, you know, I need shoulder re- reconstruction. Because, uh-huh. you know, we talked about it. I've got private health now. But it's, you know, it was a weird one to get excited about the things I want to fix because now you know, we're at an age where you know some people get to 50 and not even think about it you know what I mean like some people are just like actually I need to preserve what I have mm. to be able to make the most of my living because you know, a very dear family friend of mine just had back surgery and uh, this is the what I don't know 16th operation and it doesn't seem to be getting better and when your body is deteriorating that much that it's so funny because your parameters are what you are grateful for so for her it's just the idea idea of being able to walk to the corner and back mm. and so that kind of stuff where it's just like you know like it's that thing of that just enjoying what you have with your body because so many people don't have that so know? what guidance do you have for me as someone who dealt with physical deterioration from the age of 20 uh this one a different story because i just ignored it and you're not you're doing the opposite do you know what i mean so in my 20s i just ignored every ailment i'm like oh my back i was like i'll get treatment my dad will fix it he's a physio done next and then i would just hurt it and hurt it my ankle i've got no ligaments left in my ankle because i've rolled it so many times when i was pissed like all that kind of stuff i ignored you're on top of it i think one of the hardest things knowing you so well is uh patience and that, I think, will be a real tester for your mental health. Because, like you said, it's like the fact that you got shooting pains down your legs is it's a good sign because in those cases, quite often, what you have will heal. But that will take time. And also with backs, they can be funny. So the time frame on it, you just don't know. Mm. But I think one thing that I assume you'll definitely be doing soon is you'll start swimming. Mm. Because that is where you can actually – it's not the same cardio, but you can actually – Take off the pressure off your back. They always say, if you have a bad back, you go swimming. Okay. Like that's, that's you know, after, you know, because you're like, oh, I want to I get that craving thing. But if you get in the pool, pressure's off. And, you know, fuck, you used to be a swimmer. So it's like, you know, you could really get back into it. And so Pun I, intended? Uh, yeah, <laughs> pun intended. Because... Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's where it's going. Like well, I, I'm at the moment now. I'm I'm having treatment on my back, so I've got all the suctions. I'm doing dry needling for the first time mm. on my back, but I'm very cautious because I'm trying to loosen my back to give me more mobility in my back and in my hips. But I'm very cautious about this approach because my back is so tight because it holds everything together. So I'm scared, uh, like that 
you know, I relax it all that my discs will go as well. So it's this fine balance of. Is that a reality? Or is yeah, that is a reality. Oh, okay, so you can be so flexible that it lets go of the discs in place. Not let this, but other muscles around it. Really? Yeah. So you can because then your back relaxes, and then before you know, it, like, oh, it pops out again. You know, for instance, or, or another one, uh, and so and so, and I've and I've gone through that path. And just before Minka was born, I did try needling, and especially my hips and my butt. I was just like, and then I had this flinch, and it was explained to me. I was like, I felt like my back was going to go, but it was actually just my disc compressing the other way, and it's, and it's having belief in the actual process of treatment where you're just like, oh, you know, even if I'm doing this and I want to improve and I want to have more flexibility, you know, you know, you know, this is that no pain, no gain. But at the moment now, it's also, you know, you're taking a bit of a, a risk at yourself. Like oh, I've got surgery coming up and, you know, I'm in two minds about doing it. But, you know, as long as you get all the information and then you feel comfortable enough to make the decision that you're happy with, then, you know, there's nothing more you can really do with that. Like, you know, you really, you, the fact that you're going to the physio and that you're onto it, but it'll reach a point where I think, especially with backs, having had one, is it's, it's patient. Like, I remember my back, it took me six months mm. to even think about kicking a soccer ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was your back issue? Six uh, months, when was that? Uh, so I've, on and off, last time I did the back was probably about eight years ago. Yeah, okay. But between 20 and 30... My yeah. God, I did it so many times. I was out for six so, weeks. Once. So I do feel a little, um, a little <clears throat> spray of uh, a little injection of kind of joy and, and, and enthusiasm now because there's a bit of like, because you know I love a challenge, right? Oh, I, I do love, do. I love uh, because I know there's a lot of times in my life that, oh, well, I look back at the things that I'm proud of as always being things that have come off the back of adversity, yep. you know? So even... Looking like the way you sort of, you know, giving me this thing of like, oh, well, patience is going to be important as well as maybe starting to find alternatives and stuff. It's giving me the little spark in my belly that I like, yeah. which is like, okay, yeah, you're right. Like, like I, the old version of me would have turned over and, you know, uh, cracked a beer and, you know, got some fried chicken or whatever just to kind of drown the sorrows. Absolutely. But there's this other version of me now that knows that there's a lot more joy to be had if you take the challenge head on. Like, rather than just, you know, leaning into discomfort, like, I love headbutting the fuck out of it. You know, let's just yeah. fucking do it. All right, let's figure out what it is now. If it involves, you know, six months of patience and not f- exercising, fucking let's lean into it. Let's make yeah. sure, like, find out what the doctor has to say and then see what it is. Is it swimming? Is it walks? Is it because even walking is a still I, an effort? I'll be curious when you come back that I reckon yeah. it'll be like, it'll be more treatment. Yeah. It'll be swimming and you got to work on your core. Yeah, yeah, but, but I can't even start on any of that at the moment. But that, that still... there, the, I reckon that'll be the three. Yeah, and then it's that same thing where you like come back and it, and you know and it's that thing where it's like it gives and goes because you don't want to push it too far no. and then you want know, to do it too. Like you know, I, I'm doing Pilates at the moment. I am so conscious to not push it, even though there are times where I was like, oh, I'll just go a little bit harder. But I just know that I've been down that path where I'm like, I'm just going to get another injury and this is going to stuff me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I do feel better. I do feel better having shared that. And um, tell me about dried needling and what you've experienced and uh, what do you know of it? What's the point of it? Because I do it. I do it nearly weekly and I've never questioned why. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just that thing where it it cuts a little bit of the the 
of the actual muscle. It just it generates it, like you know, and and, and like you know, I've even done the little electrode ones that you did. Mm. Um, that I do, right? Th- that you do. That I've just started which doing is, that. Which, by the way, has been really helpful. It's just been really hard to actually recover. Uh, sorry, part of the treatment is recovery after you do it, and I just haven't had the ability to stop. Yeah. So what was happening is, as my the the, the electroacupuncture people told me, was that look, there's only so much they can do. Like they can almost like patch it up, but if I don't stop and relax and and you know shut down. It's just going to get worse. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's yeah, yeah. it's a difficult because yeah. So uh, yeah, so it, it, the dry needling basically goes into the muscle, yeah. injects a bit of life into it, yeah, fires it up a bit. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because like I've just I've just started doing it in association with cupping, and look, part of my skeptical mind goes, yeah, will this work? Will this work? And quite often I do see results, like in the next two days, like I'm a bit sore, like mm. like I did my first uh, big ride. I don't know if I mentioned it, but I did from Brunswick to Mordialic, which was uh, oh nice, forty four k's on the nice. bike. And but I'd done uh, I'd done I had the treatment the day before and it worked out really really well. It just loosened me up, mm. which I kind of and I you know I had, I, my, I had a you know game of squash. Same thing. I went had treatment beforehand and just loosened me up to be able to do it. Mm. But I'm also very conscious not to push it. Like I really would love to do around the bay, which is in October or half of it, which is 120 k's. But I also am aware that there's a lot of training. There's a lot of stuff doing it. And the last thing I want to do is come off the bike. Like, you know, I don't want to, you know, ride 50 kilometers. Because I wanted to go from Brunswick to Frankston, which is where family is. Because I've turned into such a dad, I've got a bike roof rack now. So I can, to know where the family is, I can meet them there. Yeah. And then put on the bike and then ride back home, which I absolutely love. Oh, I thought you'd ride there and then put the yeah put the bike back, or sometimes back home. Yeah, or or the other one is like I thought you just on top of the (laughs) roof rack on the bike. (laughs) Look at me! (laughs) And just in a slipstream of a truck, going. Yeah, I've got this. I've got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, have probably seen my socials, but uh, it is uh, Tour de France is on at the moment, so it is yeah. just it is it is cycling frenzy uh, within the cycling world, and I am watching cycling at least four hours a day. Yeah, a lot of my friends <laughs> from uni, I don't think they've missed a single kilometre of the Tour de France. Yeah, same. But we're, we're, well, at the moment now, when this thinking? comes out, it's stage fourteen. Uh, we're up to stage eleven, so we're a couple of stages behind. But what? Um, uh, oh, so you're 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 I, I already because I've got the app and I follow it, uh, yeah. but because. Oh, Taylor, Watching with the kids, yeah. So Tao, Minky's not into it. Minky's more, in, Minky's more into when the chef comes on and talks about the food. Like she's like, "Oh, the chef's here," and then she'll run in and then it's watch a the chef, chef in the tour. Yeah, the so they do like these little like pieces where it's just like five minutes. It's like, and it's chef. like in this particular region, we'd make this, but I'm in Western Australia and I'm using these fruits to make, and then they'll make what at times is an extremely complicated dish. But he'll just make it in like five minutes, like because that's all the segments got. You know, yeah, it's sponsored right. by wine and Skoda and bang, here we go. Yeah, I've had some experience with things that look easy to make and then find <laughs> out a very hard way that uh, it, it, uh, it looks. But so at the moment now, um, there's pretty much, there's already a winner. Like we say that now, anything can happen in the Tour de France. But in stage, I think it was eight where uh, the leader, Pogacar, who is a freak. What's it called? Um, Pogacha. Pogacha. Or Pogacha. Pogacha? Is, is the correct uh, pronunciation. Pogacha. He won the yellow jersey uh, and the polka dot jersey and the white jersey. And the Pogacha jersey. The, 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 <laughs> uh, but he's a freak. And also, you're in awe of his physicality. So you, you think you talk about... Good dick. Uh, huge. Amazing. Well, actually, 
Oh, no, no. It was Roger Look over the finish line. No, you can quite often see their penises when they go across the finish line because it's everything so tight. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> but with him, it's in awe. Like, Frankfurt. It's the, <laughs> but it, it, like, and my, uh, when we're watching this, it's just like you see someone, like, again, he's only 22 and he's just smashing everyone. And it's the same way they've just been riding 1,000 kilometres and they're on this mountain. And then it's just him going, oh, I think in this stage, I'll win the whole thing. And then he just goes and just passes everyone on the mountain. And, like, my son, I thought he was going to cry. He's just, like, he was just so happy because he really likes him. But he was just so in awe. And he's, like, he actually says, Daddy, this is like Superman on a bicycle. I was, like, (laughs) I know. And, like, and then he's, like, really in jokes. He's, like, like, this is how crazy is and again this will probably two people who are listening to this it'll resonate but he's like he genuinely said this is like Ghana in the time trials in the Giro <laughs> now that means nothing to you but I think you need to take it <laughs> but it was that same thing it was like we're just in awe of the physicality and that's where you know especially like I, I, I just came back from holidays um, where it was that same thing where it's like just being appreciative of your body where it is in its current state mm. I I've come back going, I can ride my bicycle, I can do Pilates. Sure, I can't run a soccer field and kick it from the corner anymore. Sure, I can't play squash. He says anymore. But well, you could. I could, but it's okay. also I'm not going to risk it because it generally hurts Understood. my back. Sure. So it's just like, what are the things I like to do? And just mm-hmm. focus on them and try and do them to the best and just try and hold on to that until as old as I can. Because mm. like – yeah, it was like, it's so funny. So I, I went down to the Great Ocean Road and I did something for three mornings in a row. And yes, I get up and I do my sauna, I do my cold shower. I love that. But we also did sunrise swims for three mornings in a row. And going into the ocean when it's zero degrees <laughs> and going out to the ocean and watching the sun come up, which my friend has been doing for over a year and he's gone through a lot of trauma. And it says it's that thing that's genuinely saved him from himself, as he pretty much says. Mm -hmm. And I only did it for three mornings. And I just could not believe how good I felt for the rest of the day. Like, even though I kind of do that in the city, but there was something to be in the ocean and seeing the sunrise and and sharing it with like a very dear friend really helps as well because sure. you're sort of sharing that moment. Uh-huh. But we kind of we also did it with these old guys. So we we went with um, three guys who've been doing it for God knows how long. But there was one guy Frank who was 85 years old. Their name Frank's enough to him. We uh, <laughs> no, no, no. What do you mean? Like Frankston is named after uh, that Frank. That's how old he is. <laughs> Frank's is older than that. Frank's Town. Uh, Frank, that's where from. It was, uh, it was Frank, uh, Bruce, and John. Mm. And Frank was the oldest, and he's 84 years old. Uh, his wife died 25 years ago, and he was, an, I think, an ex-surgeon. I think he was. And now he just lives down along the coast. And he goes... He goes, getting up in the morning at sunrise and going for that swim. And he, we can't win out with him. And he goes out for maybe five minutes max and then comes back in. He goes, because I do that is one of the reasons why I stay alive. Knowing that I can still do that means no matter how hard the day is physically, and he is limping <laughs> into that water, but knowing that he can do that every day is keeping him alive. And, wow. I, and I couldn't, like, at first, like, I'd heard about these guys through my mate. And I was like, but when you actually... You actually see them where it's just like, oh no, this is, this is your thing, but this is what keeps you grounded and keeps you going. 
Hmm. And it was because, like, like we were there. I was like, what, what do you reckon the hardest thing about going into the ocean at sunrise is? Uh, the alarm clock. The, uh, well, yeah. When you got kids, uh, you're kind of already up at that okay. time anyway. Uh, I, I guess coming out, the wind hitting you? No. Oh, God. That's, exa- that's exactly what I thought. Uh-huh. When it's zero degrees, the hardest part is coming out and going back onto the sand. I'm trying to find your dick. The, <laughs> yeah, mate, it went straight in and out my ass. It flew out. But it was that thing where I was like, you go back on the sand and the sand is colder than the water. Like the, the sand is like zero. So it's like putting your feet in. And I remember like getting out of the water feeling amazing, but my feet started so hurting. And the weirdest thing was to grab all your clothes and then run back and put your feet in the water and go, oh, that's so warm. Yeah, wow. So bizarre. <laughs> like it's so weird. It's like the water's 12 degrees, but compared to the sand, it, it might as well be a hot bath. That's that's about right though, isn't it? Because uh... I'm trying to think of my uh, fucking eight science. Wasn't there something about the water heat takes longer to heat up than land does, and then uh, and it, it switches, switches over at nighttime. Over nighttime, the water becomes warmer than land is. Because, yeah, that makes because sense. the sun the sun's heating it up all you know when it's out. Yeah, but then yeah, it starts swapping. So it makes sense that the land is. Colder. And, and when we got there in the morning, there was this layer of ice across the back of the sand. Fuck. It was, it was, it was, in, it was in. You sure as ice or like, like meth? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyone who lives along the Great Ocean Road that can afford coke. <laughs> okay, right. But it, it was just that same thing. I was like, but then like just being immersed in the cold water, which I love, it just made me think, oh, I, I so want to drop Paul again. But just also, because we've talked about it, that earthing, like connecting with the land. And it's so funny because at that moment, you're so cold, you're with it, you see the sun, you couldn't be any more present. But the one thing I love is you're freezing and then you're not, but mm. you don't know when that time happens. It just, yeah. It, it just happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, it's, it's really, uh, I've heard multiple people talk about that process being beneficial for their mental health and depression and things like that. And that's what it's done for my friend. My friend went through a lot of trauma and he said it was just like, he wouldn't get, because there were things where you just wouldn't get out of bed. But when he said, I, I just if I could just do that, then I can get through the rest of the day. How and much is the property around there? Um, uh, yeah, I looked into it. I'm, I'm obsessed still. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know you are. That's why I asked you. Uh, I found one that was just 1.2 million. Just? <laughs> so one was 5.5. Yeah, wow. So 1.2 million, what's a one better? <laughs> no, you get like a house. You get like a house. Can you walk to the water? Yeah. You can see the water. Like all the little towns. So it goes Aries, uh, Aries Inlet, Fairhaven, Moggs Creek. It, it, for me, if I would do anything. I, and I don't care if it's 10 minutes out of town. Like if even if I can't walk, if, if, I, if I could summer enough money to buy a house there, but then you wouldn't be able to work, though, would you? Well, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing. Like, it'd, it'd just be a weekend. I mean, look, there are people who, you know, comedians, but they're higher profiles. So I got to hustle. I got to be, you know, I got to work. I can't work like one weekend a week. Like, I got to work four or five nights a week. So, yeah, it wouldn't make sense. But the idea of even then, you know, say you have a weekend off, or but in my case, I could have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, for instance, when there aren't many gigs, mm. that you could go down and go to the beach. And it was, it, it, this just something. We've been going down there for 20 years, but it's like I, we kind of came back from the holidays of family, just having the best time. Mm. And we was like, we can't wait to go back again. And I think every couple does that where they just go back and go, is there any way? And there isn't because one point buying a beach house is the worst investment. It's the worst. They all say it's the worst investment because your return on it is next to nothing. Mm-hmm. And so you're paying the full mortgage unless you have like a long-term renters. But otherwise you're 
it, it generates no income for you unless you go, and especially now when there's no tourists. So there's a 1.2 million asset basically that just sits there. Which nine it. out of 10 times usually depreciates unless it's along the Great Ocean Road, which they've just gone through the roof. Right. But also you have to maintain and pay for all, all that. that right. Yeah. Everything, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm not too comfortable giving any kind of financial <laughs> advice at this point because I'll tell you what, uh, you talked about, I want to finish on this uh, private health insurance. You know, you got it. And um, because <laughs> like I realized this. that I've been paying like. So much in terms of the Medicare surge, ah. you know, knock on wood again, what a privilege to be able to yep. um, hit that point of the threshold where all of a sudden I'm paying a lot on the surcharge. Uh, so I thought, fuck it, I'll just get like private health insurance uh, for this last financial year, the one that just <laughs> went by the 2021 yeah. uh, ITR. And I did it on the 30th of June, the final day, with, about, got a, with about two 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 hours to go. And I'm like, I got it in. And I sent it to my accountant all excited. He goes, yeah, you got it in for one day. <laughs> So you say uh, one over 365 worth of your surcharge. That's yeah. it. I'm like, well, I, fuck, I forgot my accounting so much that I'm like, that I like. so I, funny. I just assumed that if you get it on the last day, it's just for the whole year. And <laughs> and I thought I found this amazing tax loophole. And the worst part is, I don't even know what the fucking insurance I got. Like, I just went to. So the, you, just, you didn't do the isolate or the. I went I, to the meerkat. And then the meerkats now fucking keep messaging me. Wow. By the way, if anyone is going to fucking uh, do, uh, you know what are they called? Uh, compare the market. Be prepared for fucking emails and text messages and phone calls from them for fucking ages until you get off the mailing list. But also, guess who I went with? Who would you guess? Uh, one of the big ones, Booper. Yeah, what else? Name some. Uh, AIA. Who else? Um, what's the Booper? I, uh, um, what is it? Uh, Medibank. All right, guess who I went with? Qantas. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Qantas. you know that airline? What do you mean Qantas is doing <laughs> private health? What? I'm looking this up. Qantas pri- private health. Is it really? Yeah, Qantas private <laughs> yeah, health. I, looked, I didn't honest, even know it existed. I, I, I actually literally just opened up my letters and um, <laughs> and I've got Qantas insurance. Because I'm about to go to the physio. I'm like... I'm like I better take my documents with me because I don't know if I'm. I don't know what I. So have you got your card yet? You got yeah, your I card. Got a card in my wallet. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out what have I asked for. Like, what am I? Have you, you got a table? What, what, what is? It? it says Qantas Basic Hospital. Alright, so yeah, well, it's Basic Hospital. So that includes ambulance cover and stuff. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. There's something called uh, lifetime health cover loading. What is that? Uh, There's Australian that government is. rebate. There's. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't think because also oh, included hospital surge, uh, services, dental surgery, yeah. gastrointestinal endoscopy, gynecology. Good, 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 Marriage and termination. Oh, miscarriage. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking. Sorry. Hell. Sorry. Mi- genuinely didn't. <laughs> See, I haven't slept properly. Yeah. Uh, hospital psychiatric service. Can I claim my therapy on that? No. She's well, a psychologist. You kind of, you, you, the government already does that for you. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, Palliative you're not getting care, that much more on top of that. Um, rehabilitation. Tonsils, adenoids, and grommets. Is grommets. Like a fucking, isn't grommets? Grommets in the ear. Oh, I thought it was just like a, you know, claymation cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably, it, it does require surgery. I have accidental injury benefit. What does that mean? Cover for accidental injury just after one day on this policy. Uh, so is that just one day surgery? Is that what that I is? Well, well, the excluded list is fucking huge, though. Yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can imagine. Well, you, you've gone Pain basic. management with device? Plastic surgery? I could have covered plastic surgery. It's like you're going to get Male it. reproductive system is a big X next to it. 
What does that mean? What was that going to do? Well, I think, you know... You know Vasectomy? Uh, no, in case you ever want to um, enlarge it. What does waiting period mean? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, so it has an... It's a, oh, so once I get it, I can't get these services until a certain thing. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. So 12 months pre-existing condition. So yeah, that's so that's, that's common across So my hernia is never going to, like, not in this... No, you'd have to wait 12 months until okay. you do it. Uh, the other two months is uh, any conditions requiring hospitalization that aren't pre-existing, rehabilitation or palliative care, hospital psychiatric service, and uh, oh, ambulance and accidental injuries. I can do it now, so I can now fall down the stairs and I'll be okay, right? Yeah, which is quite often. I mean, that's the whole point. Well, also, I get uh, rewards points. <laughs> <laughs> I get frequent flyer points. <laughs> but, it, but you know, it's interesting though. It's it's <laughs> I like can't believe what a dumb kind. I, I, know, it I is, mean, especially because be I think you know, I talk about it. It's like we, we you go to isolate and and or, there's one other one. I forget what it's called, but we yeah, went with isolate. The market. That's a mirka. And. Uh, Oh, so it's the same thing. So no, no. I select is the rival to the meerkat. Okay. The meerkat is compared the market. Okay. As Adam Rosenberg so, so, says, so, it's like compared them it, because they th- they think that market sounds like meerkat. Compared the meerkat. Oh, fuck it works because you went for the meerkat. Well, true. As an accountant, <laughs> does work because I yeah. yeah you went, I just uh, I literally Google meerkat <laughs> ah, insurance. That is amazing. Just what I think. Marketing is just dumb. That is just it, wor- well, it works. It works on dumb people. <laughs> but it, the, the surcharge does kill me because it looks like you know I've got to you know it's ten years on the surcharge, so it's an extra I think fifty dollars a month. Like it's thousands of dollars on the surcharge, which makes you think when you turn twenty eight, it's like you, if you are hold on to it, <laughs> you do save a lot of money. And then if you reach that age where you want to then reinvest into your um, into your body, which is what I'm doing now, it's like well. You no, it, it, it it is genuinely genuinely worth it. But well, then I, can, but I the, can change this, can't I? Absolutely, right. So you you can you can absolutely change it. But it's also you can move it across. That's all the thing. I've had extras, and then now I've got my extras card. And then after two months, like the waiting period is, then you change it over to your next one. And I've gone from AHA to HIA. So so that's where it's just like. So you went, from, but you remember it's covering my whole family. You went from aha to higher. Higher. <laughs> and then it's just Chris and Mari at the front desk. <laughs> but right, but right. that but that's the thing though because I I've come back from holidays feeling it's kind of funny like and you probably have this as well when you went to WA but just detaching yourself from our industry <laughs> like just to have a break from it uh it's amazing and then you hang out with family or loved ones or friends and when you have that moment where you're just in nature, just being a part with it, connecting with your family and friends. It is such a nice break to not really have to listen to the ego or the ego is just taken aside and that you're just present with what you value. It's like I just realized that I haven't really felt that in a while because, you know, lockdown and everything and the craziness. But when you're actually on holidays, having an actual break that you can actually be present and be grateful. I, I, I Sometimes I can do it, but to do it for an extended period, I can't remember the last time I did it. Like, yeah. it's just that same thing. It's just like, oh, just just having a break. Even And look, and then shout out to all our friends in Sydney. Like, you're about to go through it. And I don't know if you saw that message. It was really lovely. Yeah. Do you want to tell them? 
I'm hoping we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, the person who started listening back to our lockdown episodes. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Someone messaged us and said they're from New South Wales and they've gone back to our episodes that me and Ben did during lockdown, uh, the Melbourne lockdown, and also the reflection collection that we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was probably end of year. Yeah. Um, they said they found it really beneficial to kind of get through their lockdown situation and also like little tips that they've grabbed. But what both of us did, different ones. Yeah. You know, pick and choose which ones that you kind of find beneficial. Um, which is really nice, and it's glad to know that I'm, I'm glad to know that we stuck to our guns of sharing our vulnerability uh, in the hope that it helped someone at some point. Yeah, realize that nearly a year later it will still be helpful. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It kind of sucks that it's still valid and relevant. Uh, it, I kind of wish it wasn't. I feel like it. I, w- I wish it was like such a moment in time that we can move on from, but unfortunately, yeah. it's not. So I'm kind of glad that we we did open up as much as we did. And and and, and as a reminder is we both struggled. Yeah. And and that's and if you're in Sydney and you're and listening to the pod, uh, it, it, it's it's not going to be it, lockdown's not going to finish this Friday. It might be another month. But all I can say is, oh, be kind to yourself. I know. Uh, I have a friend who was here during Victoria, Sydney, and she went to to, so, to Victoria to be with her family during the lockdown oh. times, and then now she's gone back, and now she's in that, and it's, it's horrific. It's horrific. Um, uh, so yeah, I just just a quick note about the holiday thing, though. Uh, it's something that I really need to work on and and, and actually start planning for those things because I am someone who kind of had effectively forced holidays at the end of the year with uh, mom and dad and my brother. We go back to Sri Lanka. Like I yeah. always had that as a like locked in. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, in a world of COVID where I haven't really been able to find that, I think I need to really prioritize, um, you know, uh, knowing that, okay, I'm going to switch off for a week and, and saying zero, like maybe bank up a pod or whatever yeah. like that and just going, yep. Yeah. Because uh, it's kind of rolled one into the other. Uh, the reason I felt a bit, I don't know what the word is, jealous, uh, envious maybe, um, when you're talking about the holiday you just had, is that like I kind of wanted that to be in WA and then the back. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. In while I was in Margaret River and, and you know, there's a few things like, you know, work stuff that I had to do Zoom calls while, you know, um, uh, while I was away and, and, and things like that, that I didn't really get that. So uh, uh, it just made me realize how much... I should make sure that I and look into it and actually plan it and and, yeah. and block it out. Yeah. And make it almost non-negotiable that like, no, sorry, I'm not working during that week. And make it like, treat this like a proper job. Treat this like the job that if you were an employer who exactly. was going to tell you, hey, we need you to come in during your annual leave. You're like, nah, that's my annual leave. That's my time. Yeah. That's what I'm contractually, you know, allowed. So leave me the fuck alone. The problem in our work, at least for me, it is I'm my own boss. And I kind of say yes to everything because, A, I love it. Sure, I absolutely love it, and, and and you know even the idea of taking time away from work gives, fills me with dread because I love it so much. Uh, and, yeah. uh, and at the same time, it is I think vital. I think and I use the word vital like with emphasis is that it's vital for my physical and mental health to now prioritize a break. Yeah, and 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 for people in lockdown, like it, it seems hard, but try and treat it as a break. Like I know a lot of people have to work from home, which is extremely challenging. But it's just so funny that three nights along the coast, which is isn't very long. I I cannot. Like it's really weird. It's like usually after school holidays, and every parent can relate to this. Is when the kids go back to school, you kind of you know breathe a sigh of relief because you're just like, oh well, you know things go back to normality. It's quite full on in school holidays. Uh, I cannot wait for the next ones. <laughs> like, it's just really funny. Like, and, and I think, and, and, and for people in Sydney, it's like, I wouldn't be where I'm with my family if it wasn't for lockdown. 
Mm. Lockdown was the best thing that happened for our family, uh, especially with my position in the family and my role yeah. as a dad. So it, you don't know that at the time of lockdown, but when I come out, I was like, Jesus, would I, I would I be you know jetting around all the country I, and saying yes to every gig? Maybe. I I, I got to know. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you out there, but I feel like I'd slightly reframe it. Given how traumatic the lockdowns have been for people, absolutely, I would say maybe choosing the words would be more like. For me, it would be more like. Your uh, the lockdown, the, what you did with the lockdown was what was best for your family. Yeah. Because it was like, it would have been easy for you to go back to the booze. It would have been easy for you to, Absolutely. like, you know, like basically split from your family. Well, who knows? Like, yeah. that's bits. Which a lot of people did. Yeah. So it's so true. I think take some credit for the efforts you put yeah, in. Yeah, like, yeah. you made it one of the best things to happen to you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's your decision to take on board as the primary carer. And all those positive, all those tough decisions that brought out the positive responses from a very shitty, fucked up situation. And, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. And but it's also, you know, like uh, after finishing uh, your book, Atomic Habits, it's those little. <laughs> <laughs> I do call it your book. Uh, yeah, well, someone came to my show and asked yeah, something yeah. for them. And and look, and even though that's you know the, the book itself uh, comes from a lot of those changes, a lot of those things that you're doing at the time, you actually don't know what the reward is. Uh-huh going to build to later down and uh-huh. now if i think about it it's like you know you did pull on that effort to get through to not go back to boozing uh to not smoke your whole way through it you're just like oh, okay well actually now i'm now i'm feeling the benefits i uh, now i'm and the reward is that oh, i actually i'm generally more appreciative than i have been before uh-huh and so i think you know and like you know would that have happened? No. And to go through it, it's a lot of pain, a lot of anxiety, a lot of like, when the fuck am I going to find a job again? And, you know, work hasn't come back flooding for me. But yeah. it's, it, it, it's like, well, what's important to you? And I think in those times, it's like sometimes you don't know that it's actually just right in front of you. Yeah, yeah. No, man, it's 100%. It sounds so cliched, but it's something that people, you know, the, what you, the sentence you just said, you know, it was right in front of you all along is such a such an important thing to remember because the noise of work, the noise of, you know, social media starts to blur those things that are in front of you. And it makes you feel like you are missing out. Things like social media has so much of the things that you don't have but are being told that you need that you forget that, you know, that you you feel like you lack things in life when the reality is you've got more than you need already. And that's why things like gratitude lists are things I bang on about because they're the ones that help me remind myself not to get, not to let the ego um, start harping on about what I'm missing out on and just focus on the fact that I'm on a cracking wicket. Yeah. I mean, I'm already in on, on a good spot. Yes, there are challenges. I'm never going to dismiss the difficulties I have and the 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 the, the, the pains or whatever that I'm going through. But just because those those pains exist doesn't mean there isn't a fucking cunt load of amazing things as well. hundred percent. And like you know, I, I already feel so much better to see you in person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. been too long. Yeah. And like I love it already. I know it's going to yeah. put me in the best. Best move for the yeah, best of the rest of the day. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I think you're 100% spot on there. And I, and I had that when I went away. It's like I'm taking my whole family to hang out with a, a friend and then the, the most beautiful moment, the whole trip, the whole trip, which is I'll remember for the rest of my life, is walking with my son and he goes, Daddy, can I have an adult best friend as well? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. And he's like, because I want, I want to be Glenn's friend as well. Oh. And I was just like, well... Here come the waterworks. Like, <laughs> I, I, this is like I want him to see healthy relationships between healthy men. Like this is what I want to model. This is what I want to see. And then the fact that he wanted to be friends with him as well. 
And it was just like that for me. I was like, oh, that's it. Like just present, hanging out with people and just blurring out, like you said, all fucking social media and, and they have this and then they have yeah. that. And sometimes it's so much harder. But when you do do it for whatever space of time, yeah. you're just like, oh, just, so, a, just a breath. Yeah. I, I would, I mean, honestly, it's, it's a, sh- uh, uh, sorry. The, the, I would urge people to check out the book, um, which has a shit title, but a great book, um, Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, I would almost urge people to just check out the first chapter if that doesn't sort of pique your interest, which is essentially about, it's not about not caring about anything because that's what the title seems to say. It's about picking the things you actually give a fuck about. Right. You're starting to go, I don't need this amount of money. I don't need to date all these different people. I don't yeah. need to you know, own all these houses and properties or whatever. It's like figuring out what are the things you want to give a fuck about and then doubling down on that and yeah. not giving a fuck about 99% of the things that we're told we're meant to care about. Yeah. So that's what the book's really about. If you can't be bothered reading, uh, Mark Manson himself has a summary of his book on YouTube. He got mad because everyone was doing summaries of his. He's like, fuck it, I'll do my own. And effectively <laughs> summarizes the entire book. And I think that was really valuable because it, it'll, it'll hopefully whet your appetite into what he's trying to talk about. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and, and, I, and I really like the fact that it's not about not caring because that's not how, you know, so, that's how sociopaths live. But it's more about what are you actually, what do you really care about? And folk figuring out what you care about and then making sure you tick those off rather than trying to please everybody and trying to show, uh, you know, buy all these material things that you don't really want. Like, buy material things is fine. Like, I love so Fuck, many I material. want a beach house. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> but, but it's for what you want rather than what yeah. you think will push you in a higher s- status in society or whatever. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Good. Now, speaking of that, uh, speaking of material things, uh, my Brisbane Comedy Festival shows up. <laughs> speaking of it, here's some plugs. Uh, well, you know, got to pay no, rent somehow. Yeah, uh, no, totally. Brisbane, what are the dates? Uh, this Thursday to Sunday. So I believe that is the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th. I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Four shows. Yeah, right. which was not confirmed until effectively Friday morning because <laughs> yeah, um, of course. we were uh, Brisbane was the red zone for Victoria and I could not afford to um, mm-hmm. be stuck in Brisbane yeah. <laughs> or quarantining back when I got here. So Absolutely. At the moment, it's orange zone. So fingers crossed it stays that way. Uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> you got to weigh that up. <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, do I go and yeah. then figure out that two weeks of my life in Victoria lockdown and yeah. out on a chunk of work or do I yeah the, so, yeah it's, it's a lot it's yeah. a lot because I, I had a friend call me up when it was about to go from orange to red zone going Benny what should I do should I like I'm on the Gold Coast do I get a car and bang it for Bellina uh, it's going to cost me 700 bucks or do I wait and then quarantine at home and then get a test and then I'll go back from red and I was like mate don't hire a car just catch the flight the next day oh, just gunning it with a, a thousand other fucking caravans to the border <laughs> I was like don't well, yeah, do it, that it, it's still like you know v- it still affects all our lives. Like, for example, Maddie, my partner, she's coming with me to Brisbane, but she's had to, having to fly a day earlier just to make sure that she's got a two-week window in Victoria because when she flies back to WA, if she's, yeah. if she was in Brisbane within a two-week, 14-day period, they'll make her quarantine for an entire two weeks. Yeah. And then she misses out on work and uni and all these kinds of things. Yeah. It's like, the number of spinning pieces in this fucking mess that we're in. Uh, and it, which will be till October. 
Do you reckon? Yeah. Oh my god. Until until the vaccine kicks in, which is again, mind that do it. Um, uh, and also, just sorry, quickly, uh, yep. so Brisbane, Darwin uh, as well. Uh, somewhere in August, I can't remember the date, now, <laughs> but somewhere in August, I'll be in Darwin. And uh, look, Canberra Comedy Festival still looking like it's happening. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, uh, look, the ones Thank I'll you. plug is uh, the fourteenth uh, of August uh, again, and it'll be at Josh Earl and I. So come get. Uh, I know we've sold half the tickets. Uh, so uh, yeah, if you're Adelaide and you want to come for a good night, uh, grab that. That's the fourteenth, and again, I'll be in October. Uh, in Brisbane, October 2nd. So nice. um, check out my website. And again, of course, Patreon. Uh, again, we uh, really appreciate your support. It's the reason why uh, the lights stay on and we look forward to getting a bonus episode out when we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's $5 a month and you can listen back to all the other episodes, uh, including the episode where you see us live in the studio. So uh, Yeah, that's right. Well, that was, what, was that last time we had yeah, yeah, snacks? Yeah. We were eating snacks. It was amazing. <laughs> Oh, Which feels like a lifetime ago. That is a lifetime. So, um, so, yeah, so just make sure, uh, again, um, we'd love to see you uh, on the socials. Uh, we've been a bit quiet on the socials, but we're looking forward to getting back out there. So <laughs> thanks for listening, uh, and we will see you next week. And love it. thank you for all the lovely feedback and support. Yeah, absolutely. Care, everybody. Stay safe, New South Wales. Much love to all of you. Good luck. We love you. Bye. Ow!